Welcome to First Fleet 10-4. Hello and welcome to the First Fleet 10-4 podcast. My name is Elizabeth Windham, and I am joined here today with Mr. Tim Barton, one of our Million Mile Drivers, and Miss Sonia Freeman, one of our safety team members. And we are just so excited to have you both on the podcast. Tim, if you could just tell me, I was wondering, I just have heard a little bit of your story and just love that you've dropped in the office to say hi. So I was wondering, what what made you be a driver in the first place? Um, I I actually started driving uh, back in February the 20th of 1980. So I just, this past February, I just celebrated the 42 years of driving. Wow. And the whole time that I've driven, uh, when I first started driving, I, I trained under an older gentleman. And one of the things he told me when I first got in the truck, he said, son, two things that you need to remember if you're in the truck. And he says, you need to remember that if you're a car too, but especially if you're driving a truck. He said, I always expect the unexpected that people are going to try to do something around the trucks because they don't respect them. And he said, the other thing, he said, you drive a quarter to a half a mile in front of you. Don't watch what's just directly mm. in front of you. You drive out in front of you. Wise tip. And if you do that, you're never going to get yourself in trouble because you'll see a situation before it gets serious enough for you to get involved in it. And you can take appropriate action to get out of it. You know, yeah, or just absolutely. to avoid it, and that's the one thing I talk to younger drivers, and they ask me, "How did you last so long? How come you have never had any accidents?" Sure, I mean that's why you always expect the unexpected. You drive a quarter to a half a mile in front of you, and the third thing that I tell a lot of younger guys, and and in, in the bakery business where we're at running the bread. We're on the clock, but sure. like a lot of our guys are out here on the road. You're on a 14-hour yeah. clock. With the bakery business, it gets a little tight, especially if one of our one of our relay Stops. companies oh, get okay. behind. Gotcha. So you're pushed on your time. Yep. But the worst thing you can do is try to get in a hurry. I've seen it happen oh. so many times that people try to save five minutes, and, and, and then they get caught in traffic, and they've lost that five minutes. It's just not worth it. It's sure. not worth taking a chance of, of Getting a risk, getting yourself in a risk, and my thought that I keep in my mind is, I have a family at home. Yeah. If I get in a hurry, and I try to pull out in front of somebody, or I get on top of two of somebody and can't stop, and I hurt somebody's family, that could be another driver hurting my family. My yeah. family's out here on the road too, so I try to show the same respect to people in the cars and stay away from people. You know? I love it. I don't tailgate. Sure. You know? Yes, sir. It's a dangerous situation. You, know, is, you, you just yeah. don't do that, and you don't get in a hurry. You know? There you go. Well, what kind of a space and distance? I guess it all depends on how fast you're driving. Yeah. Yeah, I— uh, you know, I mean, obviously our trucks are all geared at 69. Most, sure. of, most of the speed limits are 70. So, right. you know, you're not going to break the speed limit anyway. Well, I'm thinking uh, more like in But, I, you know, I, I, uh, we have a full load of bread and we're headed downhill. The truck can really get out of get out of control in a hurry. Sure. So when I top the hill, you know, I don't, I don't take it out of gear, but I take my foot off the gas and I, yeah. I, I apply a steady enough pressure that I can, I've, I've got a controlled speed going down that hill that I don't run up on the back of somebody 
and have to try to put the brakes on too fast, and then that load pushed me into somebody. So I mm. do that. On, that makes sense. I how, usually how much, do, depend on the a, speed. Depend on the speed. Now, now a lot of times in situations, yeah. and everybody's done it. You get in rush hour traffic. If you give somebody space in the front, they're going to cut in front of you. Right. That's what I was thinking. But, yes. But I still try to maintain at least a four some, to five car length sure. in front of the car the vehicle in front of me. Yeah. Um, you know, yeah. what kind of a one weight? Of the other how, that, how much does bread weigh? Uh, uh, it, it depends because we're running bread, so okay. we're you know we're not going to be as heavy as the freight haulers are because they run a real heavy load. Right, I'm sorry um, to say I saw you know yeah, guys so, hauling so it, know, it eighty thousand pounds. So. Yeah, it just it just really depends on what kind of load we got because we're running bread yeah. and we're we're running a little lighter, but but even though. Even though we're running lighter, a full load of bread still weighs still weighs quite a lot. Yeah. You know? Okay. Um, so you don't have to worry about scales. <laughs> no, no. We we do have to cross over scales, but you know, with our new tablets, you know, uh, you know, they have the rolling scales out on the road. Yes. And we all we always I'm a strict believer in, in doing a post trip and a pre trip on our truck. Very I check wise. my tires, my lights. You know, um, DOT is getting stricter on stuff. Yes, uh, yes, I'll they check are. my I'll I've check my that. brakes on my trailer. I mean, mm-hmm. I pull away from the door, and and I try the brakes. I make sure my brakes are working all the way around. Uh, DOT is real strict on on trucks now, so you have to make sure that you do that pre trip so your everything is working. So if you do get if you do get in a random DOT check, and I've I've gotten stopped. I've gotten sure. stopped a couple of times. A few months ago, I got stopped on the way down to Hamlet. Man got his creeper out, went all underneath his wow, truck, put a sticker on my windshield. He said, you know what? He said, I stop people that, that have stuff wrong with their trucks all the time. It, it's a refreshing. He said, it's refreshing to know that I have stopped somebody like First Lead. And his First Lead's got a good reputation. Good. He said, I can't find anything wrong with your truck. He said, you got 100%. Check wow. mark, you, know. you know what? That that brings to mind something. Miss Sonia and I were working on getting some communications out just recently about um, we want to reward drivers for clean inspections just like that. Oh, wow. And so, Sonia, you want to you talk a little bit about that? Uh-huh. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, for all the clean uh, DOT inspections, anytime. I remember doing your clean mm-hmm. DOT inspection a few months back. Yeah, yeah. Sure um, So, Sonia's the one that catches yeah. that helps you guys get rewarded for that absolutely so. um yeah. after we find the clean dots mm-hmm. we make yeah. sure that you do your dvr at the time of inspection yeah. oh that's right yes that's got to be done at the time of inspection that's right that's the new the new rules later. yep and um then i would forward i just forward those on to payroll wow. and that adds it's, to your next is. week's check yeah, is that retroactive? It is. You owe me one. You already have it. I already did. I put it in yours. I swear. Okay. <laughs> She's good. Uh, she got it. She got you down. Well, awesome. Okay. And what else do you do, Miss Sonia? Um, what are some fun things that you you have take part in in the safety team? Are million Mile Awards. I was about to say. I thought you had a big yes. hand in that. Yes. Um, absolutely. she's the one that keeps track and helps yes, drivers I do. get their I love rewards. interaction with the drivers. Me and Mr. Tim have become good friends since what December? Oh yeah. Uh-huh. We we got on the phone somehow together. Yeah, yeah. And. It, we've been friends since. We talk about once a month, don't we? Yeah, yeah, we do. We That's do. awesome. Yeah, she uh, she follows up with my family, you know, and asks me how I'm doing, you know, yeah. and asks me how my family's doing. And Absolutely. So, you know, it's we, just like we, we've become family members. <coughs> I was know. in the parking lot waiting on yeah. them. And- 
They were pulling up in their van, and I was like, y'all are home. <laughs> it was so exciting. We you know, so you know what, what, what brought us together, and I mean it's straying away from what we're talking about right now, but what really brought me and Sonia together was Sonia reached out to me. And now uh, I had several people at First Fleet that did reach out to me, but, but Sonia was one of the first people to reach out to me. I lost a younger brother just five years oh younger than me. Yeah. And I'm sitting at home, and we're planning the funeral for my brother, and I'm trying to help my sister-in-law out with my brother's funeral. And I got this text message, and it was coming in from corporate. You know, I'm like, you know, I'm trying to get my funeral ready. Yeah. And I wasn't trying to be ugly about it. But I was like, Who is this? You know? And I opened it up, and it was Sonia. And so Sonia told me, she said, you know, Basically, in her text message, she said, I'm very sorry. We're going to be praying for you. I'm sorry to hear about you, about your loss of your brother. I know that's hard. And the connection that we had was the day that I lost my brother, a year before that, Sonia had lost her sister. Oh, and wow. so we've got— yeah. Absolutely. We, so we, we talked a long time that day. We had yeah. bonding moments. Yeah. And yeah. So we've we've had a personal connection because of that, because we both lost somebody dear to us, and it was a year apart. Up to the date, it was a year yeah. apart. So yes, and so we still talk and we support <clears throat> each other. And and I, you know, I, I had a lot of support, but um, you know, and I think I thanked her there. But she's, you know, I'm here with her personally, you know, and I can't yeah. thank her enough because. Oh, sweet. She, <laughs> she, uh, she, she really helped me through that. That was yeah. a very hard time, and I had my family there, and my my son, and my daughter, and my wife, and they helped me a lot. Yeah. But outside outside support, it it really meant a lot to me that the company that I work for, and that I know they care about me. And Sonia reached out to me in that way. That yeah. was personal. That she reached out to me that she didn't have to do that, and she did that out of the goodness of her heart. You know, yeah. so, She's so a special. I, I will be eternally grateful to her for that. Uh, so. Well, and thank you, too. You helped me just as much as I've helped you. <laughs> yeah, yeah mm-hmm. I think we all have to lean on each other in, in those sort of grief-filled yeah. times. Well, and so. it's just a testimony to the the family environment of First Fleet. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah, no. that's that's one way I've when I lost because my granddad, same thing. It was just my team, everybody just gathered around me and helped me in any way they could, and it was absolutely really and special. I just, like I say, now it's like I'm in the parking lot waiting on them to pull up. Like yeah, it's, yeah. My, you know my family, y'all come home. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Very cool. Well, um, so what brought you to Murfreesboro, Mr. Tim? Uh, we we had gone to. Um, uh, years ago, uh, when I was 18, 19, 20 years old, I knew several of Elvis's family members personally. They were friends really? of mine. I was friends with his cousin. Um, oh, I knew, that's cool. Uh, I knew his Uncle Besser. Yeah. Um, and before they did all the stuff that they got in Memphis now, it used to be just the house. There was a little strip center across the street from the house, a little restaurant called the Hickory Log. Um Bonnie and Hobart Burdett owned that hickory log and knew them. Elvis had actually gone over there sometimes, you know, in the middle of the night and played video games, you know, played <laughs> pinball and, you yeah. know, walked in on them, you know. And so, so, I mean, it, it was like a family atmosphere. And, and I used to, I actually used to go into the yard shack and I would sit around with Harold Lloyd, Elvis' cousin, and I would sit around with Uncle Vester, his Uncle Vester, his dad's brother, you know. Um, wow. And so I knew a lot of the family. Well, yeah. 
I've been married to my, to Annie here now from the Philippines for 18 years, and we have my daughter to 17. And one thing that I wanted to do is I always wanted to take them there, so the opportunity came up to take gotcha. them there this year. So, so they I could said, see a piece know, of your past. I said, let's let's go to Memphis, and then we'll come back, and we're going to take my daughter to Dollywood this, you know, for the next two days, and yeah. then go to Cherokee, and my wife was going to go to Harris for one day. So Those are some good uh, spots. So, it's a good so vacation. So that's, that's what we did. We went, yeah. we went to Memphis, and they got to— they got a uh, a VIP tour with a with a personal tour guide, and oh, wow. we went all through the house and the planes, and and so I was telling Sonia we was coming over um, back when we was in Charlotte and got the award, and Sonia told me she said, you know what would be great? Why don't you stop by the corporate <laughs> office? You know, Why not? and I hadn't That's thought awesome. about it because I knew that it was in Tennessee, but I didn't know exactly where it was at. Sure, yeah, we're and right so off eight forty. And she told me, "Yeah, we're right. We're in Murfreesboro, just south of Nashville." I said, "That's going to be right on our travel lines, yeah. absolutely." So, I, you know, I love the idea of having the opportunity to come by here. Absolutely, okay. me too. Because uh, outside of making a special trip, you know, uh, you know, I didn't yeah. ever, never had the opportunity to come by corporate offices, and uh, it, it was a nice, it was a nice addition to our trip to be able to come by yeah. and meet with John Cole personally, and and a lot of the people here that 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 is the backbone, you know, first fleet, you know. Sure. Um, I, I I've I, always considered the truckers to be the backbone of First Fleet. Right. To be honest yeah. with you, I, I like, we're just extra. <laughs> yeah, I, I was gonna say I, I know all you know all the drivers that are out here. You know they they all they all deal with traffic and exactly and weather and situations with warehouses and stuff. And you know they're they're what keeps the keeps First Fleet running. Absolutely. But but even at that, they couldn't do their job if you guys wasn't here doing your job. So it's like. It's like it's Sonia, it's like Sonia right. mentioned a while ago. Yes. This yeah. whole this whole outfit, and I've never seen it waver. Everything at First Fleet, it's everybody working for a common goal, and everybody's everybody works to help each other out because yes, we're all family. We all realize, Absolutely. hey, if this brother don't help this brother out, this sister don't help this brother out, blow. we're not we're not going to yeah. get through this. Yeah. So we all need to work together, and and I, I really admire First Fleet for that because they stand behind their drivers. They stand behind their employees. Um, there, there, there's really a lot of support here, you know, and a lot of camaraderie, if you will. You know, it, it's like oh, it's like a big family. Everybody is yeah. family oriented. We all work together, and that's that impresses me good, that this company, as large as it is, yes, sir, right. you don't get lost in the numbers. Right. You know, right. you're still you're still part, very personal to First Fleet, absolutely, no matter what yes. position you have, and. I, I like that, you know. I, I really too. like that. Yeah, same. I love it. I, I agree. I, I love that I can call anybody anytime. And although I do say, anytime I'm having to record a video, Mr. Piper does mm-hmm. seem to be strangely absent. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> he goes missing anytime I come around with a video camera. So yeah, don't we all? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much everybody clears out when I need right. to shoot a video. But um, but that is just so wonderful. I just love your your heart and your story, and I'm just so glad that you were able to come and. Sit down and share share and a little bit First about with us. Fleet is blessed to have you. We are. Mm-hmm. We absolutely are blessed yeah. to have all you just working because I know that bread run is hard. That's hard work. Yeah. Do you guys do packouts anymore or? No, I you know I I don't because I, uh, uh, I I did when I first started here. Yeah. Uh, I think there's 
I think out of our Jamestown office, I think there's one there's one driver, Calvin Barrier. Uh, he's been there for years and years, um, and he still he still does a pack out in Asheville. Yeah. But outside of that, I don't think there's any other pack outs. Everything else is just uh, mostly dropping over. Okay. Now mine, uh, I run two trips a night uh, to the wow. same location. Okay. My first. That's is, why your your clocks are so yeah. tight. Okay. My first one is a drop and hook, but my second one, if uh, one of the bakers gets behind, then I do overloads and I do oh. two different locations that stops and you know I'll open up and roll the bread off, yeah. the overload bread off, go to the next location, roll that off, and then I get to my last destination and that's all drop and hook. But I'll take that up and I'll bring empty trays back to the bakery. Sure. Um, but you know, and it's so, uh, you know, it, it gets a little crazy sometimes. Sounds like um, it might, yes. You know, uh, I was telling John, I said, you know, the one thing we have to watch, and, and even even the road drivers have to, too, you have to watch, you know, because the, the government's so tight on your hours now. When you get in a truck, your, your clock counts down. You can't stop that. you got a 14 hours. That's counting down. Right. So you don't want to get in a hurry, but, but you still have to be aware of that. Uh, sure. And there's been times when I've got out of the truck when I only had less than 10 minutes left on my 14. And I didn't use my 16 because we knew that during the week if something happened, you wanted to save that 16 either for a Monday right. or a Friday because you knew the next day was your day off and you could get that 34-hour restart. Gotcha. Uh, oh, right, because you guys have off Saturdays and Tuesdays. That's yeah, right. Yeah. So, so, you know, so running into bread like that, you have to you have to try to protect that sixteen, you know, to use it on the day when before you you're, that you're going to run out. Yeah. So yeah, so it, it gets a little tight sometimes, you know. <laughs> it you know, I've I've gone back to the yard sometimes and said, well, you know, I needed to get fuel, but I knew if I'd wasted that thirty minutes at the truck stop, you know, I would I'd have run out of time. <laughs> so no one else you, you, you make yeah. a decision. Okay, I'm going back to the yard. I'll fuel up in the morning on the way out. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> Yeah, so. yeah, absolutely. But it's uh, you know it's a uh, it's a it's a process sometimes you know that you have to go through. But sure. you know the, the one the one the something else that I that I tell some of the younger guys too, they'll say, "How come you've stayed here so long?" You know, yeah. if it if it sure. aggravates you that way, and the road I know the OTR guys will run into the same spot, and they'll say, "Well, how come you stayed here so long?" Um, First Fleet is First Fleet is a very very financially, they're very well off. Mm-hmm. They take care of their drivers. Yeah, you know, firstly, it's not going anywhere. And then now, right. and then my branch where we run the bread, um, I've had, had guys ask me that, and I said, you know, you're running bread, okay? If if people start getting tight on money, the economy starts getting tight. What are people going to do if they can't afford to go out and eat? They're going to go to the grocery store, and they're going to buy two things. They're going to buy bread, and they're going to buy milk. Yeah. yeah. If, you're running, <laughs> if, you're, if you're running bread, yeah. you know, this job's not going anywhere. Bread is That's never going to leave. That's a good way to leave, put it. Sure, right? yeah. And they have did interviews at the bakeries in different bakeries, and they did interviews with actually employees of flowers, and they did interviews with other, the other the first fleet guys down at Jamestown, and they've asked them, how come you stayed here so long? Number one reason is job security. Yeah. Uh, yes, sir. Number two reason is I work for a great company. They're going to take care of me. Yeah. 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 So. 
It's hard to find that know? these days. So you you don't have to worry about some of these bigger companies. You know, they'll promise you the moon, and then six months later, oh, we're going to have to do cutbacks because we're we filed Chapter Thirteen. Yeah. There's never there's never any worries about First Fleet doing that. They're going to take care of you. They're going to mm-hmm. be here. So you wise got, words. You got you got a lot of job security here and a lot of support. Yeah. You know? Yes, sir. So uh, that's yeah. why I'm we got stayed. a good support team. I'll tell you that. Like Miss Sonia over here, she's a gem. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> we all love her. She just makes any day brighter when she comes in the room. So, well, thank you very yeah. much. Yeah. Yes, sir. Well, that is wonderful. I just appreciate so much that you just took this time out to come see us. And thanks for agreeing to sit and do a podcast with me. And I hope to see you again uh, very soon at the next driver trainer meeting for sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes, sir. Well, thank you very much. And as always, drive safe. Thank you.